0: Do you know what a meme is? Yes. Did you see all the memes for Britton Covey? No, I didn't. I have three favorites. Now, the first one is a picture of Rocky Balboa uh, after he'd gotten beat up. And it said Britton Covey after the game at the bottom. It said, Adrian! (laughs)
1: Uh, that's good.
0: Have you seen uh, Infinity War yet?
1: Yes. I don't want to go.
0: So, exactly. Have you seen that where he's sitting on the bench and he's starting to disintegrate? And it says, I don't feel so good. Yeah. And then the last one was like a Facebook post. It says, Britton Covey marked safe.
1: (laughs) That one's good.
0: It was hilarious.
1: britain Cubby is okay.
0: Yeah, it like safe after like a natural disaster. Oh
1: man, that's good. Uh huh. That one's good. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hi, Husky fans. This is Fourth and Inches, a Husky podcast. I'm Trevor. Jake. And I am like big boy, and he is like Andre three thousand. Outcast. My man. (laughs) So Washington went down to Rice-Eccles Stadium in Utah took care to the Utes 21 to seven
1: defense was outstanding. Jake, what do you got? The first thing I want to talk about is in Utah's second drive, Jalen Johnson drops back into coverage. Yeah. he looks his way. Doesn't throw that direction because he knows Jalen Johnson is going to intercept it runs and Jalen Johnson absolutely pops him. And you knew from the minute that, that UW's defense was just going to destroy Utah's offense. You know, I we
0: should apologize to Taylor, uh, Tyler Huntley and uh, Khalil Tate for saying they're going to be our favorite <laughs> quarterbacks.
1: We absolutely jinxed them. Because
0: they look like two of the worst quarterbacks in the Pac-12 right now. Yes. I mean, we might as well rename this podcast the Regression Quarterback Podcast. (laughs)
1: Like, we – anybody outside of UW that we talk about is absolutely – like, we just need to talk about Alabama. Right. For, like, the next eight weeks.
0: Tui Tagaloa.
1: (laughs) He's fantastic. He's been hopeful. (laughs) Jalen.
0: They didn't stand a chance, dude. That defense – is a national championship level defense.
1: I, I, and you know, I I don't, I don't want to talk about Covey yet uh, just because that's what everybody's talked about. And I have more about that later, but other than that, they couldn't throw on us. They couldn't, they couldn't run on us. Huntley got away a couple of times um, because we had coverage downfield with, with that, It's going to happen. He's going to look to run, unlike Browning, where he looks to throw first off. But our defense, our corners were everywhere. Everywhere you turned, Miles Bryant seemed like he was a man. Miles Bryant uh, proved that I was wrong about him starting. Oh, yeah. I said that he shouldn't have been starting, and then I watched him in Utah. And he absolutely proved me wrong because the dude was everywhere. He made every play.
0: He's an elite nickel corner.
1: Yes. He's the best Pac-12 nickel corner there is. Ah, He was so close to taking that
0: one house in it on the first drive.
1: That screen pass. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. And and that proves how really intelligent that guy is because he knew that was a screen pass. Before the Utah receivers knew it was a screen pass, he read that play before the ball was even snapped. He knew it was coming and he jumped that route. He jumped a screen pass. How hard is that to do?
0: If he was six foot three, he'd be a first round draft pick. Absolutely. The dude, the dude balled out. Yeah. Yep. He's more than just a tackler, he's a great cover guy. Just don't put him on a guy that's seven inches taller than him.
1: Well, you don't need to.
0: Exactly. That's the beauty of not being injured right now, knock on wood.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: But I think even if something were to happen, we have other bigger corners that are experienced enough to go to the outside that we get to keep Miles where he's going to be most successful.
1: Even if, if, if Byron Murphy got hurt and Jordan Miller, I still think we would probably put Austin Joyner and uh, – Qu- Keith Taylor. Yeah, yeah. And probably put maybe – well, yeah, and just leave – rap and Macintosh as a safeties, but keep miles Bryan inside. Yeah.
0: I think, I think this is evidence that he's really good. If he gets to play at the spots he wants and he can get a little bit exposed if he's not, and that's not a knock on him. That's exactly where he should be and the coaching staff should put him in the best uh, possible place for him
1: to succeed. Absolutely. It, it's their job to put players in spots where they're going to shine. And they found where Miles Bryant is going to shine. And he did that for them. Should we just do this whole pod about the defensive backs? Because they're
0: about the most fun position group to talk about. You know,
1: we made that comment last week. And they just proved us right. Oh, my gosh. Dude. They're so... Wow. They're so much fun to watch. Every play that they're involved in, they're making the play.
0: Man. And, you know, you always think about JoJo as the big hitter, but Byron's laying wood, and uh, Taylor Rapp is killing people. Yes. I mean, this group can hit. And Jordan Miller, a fantastic cover corner. Come on, guys.
1: Well, Taylor Rapp is is quickly becoming the hardest hitter on this team. Oh. Uh,
0: You don't want to see him. I mean, there was a lot of drop passes, and I would attribute a lot of that to footsteps because they watched people get abused legally.
1: Yeah, they watched Auburn receivers get abused.
0: Yeah, yep. This this defensive back unit is, you know, is well, so elite. It is so much better. It keeps getting better every year. And I want to say this is the pinnacle. I mean, this group can ball.
1: Yeah. I don't see how you could get much better than that secondary.
0: I mean, all of them are going to be in the NFL at some point.
1: Yes. You know, you don't want to come across the middle on this team, except for if you're looking at BBK.
0: You know, he won Pac-12 Player of the Week, and that strictly shows that they're looking at stat sheets. Just like, you know, you said that he's going to fill the stat sheet. He did. Yes, But, man, did he look slow at times.
1: Did you see him? It was a a long – I, I think it was a Huntley run. He ran outside, and the wide to the left rec- side, yes. And the wide receiver cleaned his clock.
0: Yeah. Did you see how much separation? I I can't remember if it was Huntley or if it was Moss. Yep. But he looked like he was running in cement, dude. Yeah. It was
1: Huntley because BBK was on a um a spy. Yeah, QB spy. And, yeah. And Huntley just ran on the far side of the field, and BBK just sat there. It it. it why are you putting a spy on him if you can't keep up with them? Yeah,
0: I think that a spy, a better spy with that group would probably have been Taylor Rapp. But, you know, how do you take Taylor Rapp out of that punishing spot where he's at? Yeah,
1: because you want him you want him patrolling the center of the field. Yeah. Be- because of what happened. Because the wide receivers are dropping so many balls. Because they know Rapp and McIntosh are coming.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, good luck. Those guys are having nightmares.
1: So I asked my friend about the game on Saturday. And on Sunday, we talked about it. And the first thing he said is BBK isn't Azeem Victor or Keyshawn Bieria. He can't even hold their jock straps. He can fill a stat sheet, like I said. But he's not the talent of linebackers that we had last year.
0: Yeah, you know, Keyshawn Bieri was a really good, really quality linebacker. Azeem Victor was special his junior year. Uh, Frankly, Azeem Victor took some really bad routes when he was playing his senior year. And I think that what they were looking for was a guy that was going to be in the right spot. Somebody trying to make sure they're in the right spot is they lost that big hit ability. Um, BBK did make one tackle where the guy was where he stood the guy up and pushed him backwards. And in my memory, that's the only time I can remember him doing that to a platform. That,
1: that play is literally on my TV right now as we speak. Yeah. Um, and he put it, he, he laid the wood to that guy. Yeah. But you're right. That is the only play I can remember that BBK really shined You know, the the first time I saw, hey, there's BBK making a one-on-one play. Right. Yeah, it was a big play, too. It was. It was was a third down stop. Yeah. I think that BBK is a quality
0: linebacker, but he was not the player of the week. He was not the best player on his team. I don't
1: think he was the tenth best player on his team.
0: Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. I think that the defensive backs had the best game. I think that your interior lineman had another good game. Still looking for an edge rusher to make a big impact. Still haven't seen it.
1: Still, you're right. I, um, I watched Poto Ayi try to, to seal the corner and just absolutely get ran around.
0: And he is pretty good at that setting the edge, um, but we still don't have much of a pass rush. Ryan Bowman's been pretty non-existent. nonexistent. Yeah. Yes. Great great word choice. Yeah. Um, so let's let's get off of sad
1: guys. And can we just go back to talking about the defensive backs? <laughs> yeah. We're going to spend the next 50 minutes talking yeah. directly about them. And next week's episode, recapping this week's game with the, with the secondary. Oh, man. If you're Nikhil Harry or Kyle Williams...
0: You're not wanting you're gonna to want to catch everything down the sidelines.
1: <laughs> I would tell my quarterback Wilkins. Yeah. I would tell Wilkins, do not look at me running across the center of the field. I won't be looking at you. Don't throw my way. <laughs> All right.
0: You know, and Tyler Huntley did not have a great game. His his guys were dropping passes when they were on the money, but he endangered his receivers. So many times, he needs to write an apology to Britton Covey's family.
1: <laughs> there was a couple of plays in the late third, early fourth, where you almost wished that Whittingham would have just taken Covey out and just been like, D- son, you, oh, yeah. you, know, you had a good day. Your health, I'm going to sit you until next week.
0: Oh, you're you're the you're the boxing coach on the sideline throwing in the towel, like get him out of there. You're gonna
1: yeah. kill him. You're yeah. gonna kill him. Yeah. He was basically Rocky and didn't throw in the towel and so watch basically her. he was Apollo Creed. He watched Apollo Creed die. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> like
0: and, and that one in the end zone where Jojo hit him, you could
1: just tell he was like his, so
0: deflated, like, come on. Yeah. His come heart on.
1: Was, his heart was broken. Yeah. He literally he had taken so many shots.
0: And he's five foot eight, dude. He's yeah. not
1: big. He took one to the kidney. Oh yeah. And you could tell it just floored him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it would not be a very good day to be a, a Covey family member to watch. Now this. now we've bragged and bragged about the secondary. We were six point favorites going into the game, correct? Yeah, six and a half. Six and a half. All I have seen out of public forums is and from other friends and family members is that we should have, we should have beaten them by way more than we did. The line was six and a half and we beat them by 14 in Utah, a hostile environment on a blackout night versus a very good football team. Can we be satisfied with that win? Please.
0: That's, would you agree that's the second best defense in the league?
1: In the pac 12?
0: Yeah uh i yeah, I think so. I mean that that defense was good that linebacker um I'm spacing on his name right now he is one of the best players in the in the conference yes, uh the strong safety I'm spacing on his name too that ended up getting the targeting penalty. that dude is a thumper
1: well he got he got ejected early, didn't he?
0: It was in the second quarter. it was late second quarter, and he was making plays it the was it Blair. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He could play a little bit. I was watching it with a Utah fan and he was, he was crying.
1: You know, a lot of people are saying, you know, well, they're, you know, two best players got ejected and that's the only reason you guys scored on them. We scored on them. We drove down the field in the very first drive of the game with both of them in the game and walked down the field and Gaskins ran around one of them and ran through the other one for a touchdown.
0: Oh, yeah. It wasn't by the time that the second guy was out, where we, we we might have been done scoring. I mean, the uh, second half close. was really bland. Yes. We really took the foot off the gas. And if you actually keep watching the game, you'll see them throw another stupid screen pass when they're bringing the house. Yeah. That was uh, the worst of all the things that I saw. The worst thing, the only negative thing that I'm really going to talk about is calling three straight. Um, screen passes.
1: When you're in field goal range already.
0: Exactly. You have to be smart in that. We can't do the same play three times. This isn't Madden. You gotta put somebody in the middle of the field where all those linebackers were coming that was wide open. You throw that to Drew Sample, he lumbers his way in for a touchdown. Yeah. You gotta be smarter than that. And I know it's Bush Hamden's third game and I know that I said it's the easiest job to critique, but when you do the same play three times I'm going to critique,
1: you know, at that point in the game, really all you needed to do was run the ball three times right there. And kick a field goal, take some time off the clock and kick a field goal.
0: Yeah. And I thought they did. I thought they went pretty vanilla in the second half. They didn't go for big shots. They went for easy things because they had the lead and they kind of Stanforded um, Utah. Yeah. Um, I thought that Jake looked super good in the first half.
1: Oh, I thought he looked phenomenal. That was the Jake I liked to see. I I watched him overthrow a tight end uh, on a crossing route one time. And it looked like he got pissed at the tight end. Like the tight end didn't go vertical enough to try to clear the corner. But other than that... I really think Jake had a, a really great first half. He looked a lot like Jake of 2016. He, he was spreading the ball around. Yep. He, he was making really good throws on the run, on the money to people.
0: That Ty Jones touchdown, I don't know if that was in the first or second half, but that was a very hard throw, and he made it look very easy.
1: Yeah, that's why Utah started sending the house, because he was just sitting there picking them apart. Oh, he so, was killing them. Yeah, no I better to die- way to
0: – I had some guy on Instagram tell me that if I didn't say good things about Jake Browning, he was going to come on the show and yell at us. <laughs> I told him he could still come on if he wanted to and yell at us. Hey, I,
1: We're wrong more, a lot. It's fine. More look, than our, more. look
0: at our favorite quarterbacks. We suck at this. <laughs>
1: Uh, right, we need somebody with quarterback knowledge to come on here and set us straight. I
0: guess so. I guess you put a baseball <laughs> player and a basketball player on a football pod and sometimes you get some garbage. Yeah,
1: right. He, he really shot a really good free throw on that third
0: down. <laughs>
1: <event>. <laughs>
0: exactly. Um, brownie has got to take sacks though, buddy. He's got to just take a sack.
1: Uh, it, it, I get it though. It's got to be so hard to. You, oh, as a
0: competitor? oh You, yeah.
1: you want to make a play. Yeah. You know, Dick you Browning want...
0: thinks he's the best quarterback in the Pac twelve, and I want him to think that.
1: Yes, absolutely. And he's you walk want... that swagger. He's got
0: the ego to make him want to do that. That's what makes him good. However, we gotta figure out how to pick battles that we can win.
1: That's I mean, that's so tough. Yep. Especially in the moment. Yeah. You, know, you always like I said, you always think you can make the play. You always think you can get out of the out of the tackle to yep. because if he doesn't try, it never happens. That's a really good point. You know, how many times have you seen him reverse out of a tackle and get away from a sack and make a throw downfield field for a nice little game?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that's a really good point to think about, that he is uh, a world-class competitor, and that is what world-class competitors do. I mean, your favorite quarterback ever, Marcus Tudiasopo, did it. You talk about it all the time. Yeah, and that's, you know, you think of Barry Sanders, who, t- who was a great running back, I mean, was really hard to hit. And you see all of him, you know, dancing in the backfield because Detroit Lions have never had an offensive line. And you see the highlights now where he's, you know, dancing, 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 and he goes 92 yards. You don't see the ones where he dances, 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 and get blown up for a negative seven.
1: Exactly. So,
0: yeah. And that's what happens when you watch a guy for four straight years. I mean, Browning fatigue, now that I'm really focused on it, I see why people are frustrated. Uh, but I also understand that it's because people are so familiar and they see him all the time. Is that I think we also need to think about giving Jake more options in the middle of the field where those blitzers are coming. I don't see much relief pressure, like a a release valve for him to throw to quickly to get out of those uh, situations.
1: You know what you don't see a lot of is a whole lot of tight end play at all. Yeah. You don't see a lot of the Kate Ottens or... Uh, the uh, not Drew sample, yeah, Drew sample. You, you don't see them catching a lot of balls. You don't even see them really running a lot of routes, right? Yeah.
0: So that's something that I would like to see differently. I know that at one point the left side of the line was completely benched. There was a new center, a new go- left guard, and a new left tackle. So that maybe that that was either a rotational thing to get reps but I've also heard that it might have been because they were just flat out benched.
1: It, it could be uh, Peterson is the, the kind of coach to do that to people. If you're not playing the style of football that I want you to play and you're not doing your job, I will find somebody else that will do that job.
0: And I hope it comes quickly. I mean, that defensive line is
1: really good, but the offensive line, especially in the second half didn't look great. You really see the effects of Trey Adams not being around.
0: Oh my gosh, yes.
1: It, it, you can see the difference in the line from when he's in and when he's not. Just just from the fact that you know that nobody's ever going to get through that left side. Right. And even, I mean, even really, you're, you're when Trey Adams is in, with him and McGarry, those two tackles will never let anybody through.
0: Yeah, I mean, those guys are going to be playing on Sundays for a long time.
1: Yeah. So when Trey Adams is out, then, yeah, you're going to – You're going
0: from elite to a college-level guy.
1: Yeah, to to a serviceable left tackle. Right. Aaron Fuller
0: is the best receiver on this team, dude. He is so freaking good.
1: (laughs) I have a hard time agreeing with that. It's because you're wrong. No, it's not.
0: (laughs) You're going to say Ty Jones. I know you are. Ty Jones might be a more talented player, but Aaron Fuller is the guy.
1: Aaron Fuller is the good middle deep across the field route guy. He's the guy that they're two completely different wide receivers, really, if you really look at him. Fuller's getting a lot of yards and a lot of touches. Jones is wreaking the benefits and scoring all the difficult touchdowns.
0: Yeah, and I wonder if I, – I heard that they were bracketing Ty Jones, and we finally have that – it's not 2016, but we have other receivers that can make defenses pay for bracketing one guy.
1: Yeah, and, and it's, it's wonderful to watch three really talented wide receivers out on the field at the same time.
0: Yeah, I also thought Bocelli had a
1: pretty good game. He did have a pretty good game.
0: I still think that are you know your top two are are Fowler and Jones, and you're just going to need uh, that third guy to be a guy for a game.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you didn't really see much out of Quentin Pounds this week.
0: No, I don't. Th- I think he was targeted. I don't know if he had a catch.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. But he wasn't a
0: factor. Let's say that.
1: Yeah, but you really didn't need him to be.
0: No, I mean, they took the air out of the ball. They didn't really, it was a very vanilla second half. Part of that was probably due to the line play, but also you have a two touchdown lead. Really, even when it got dicey, when, you know, their defensive lineman, you know, got a little butterfingers and dropped that ball out of bounds, you still, I still felt like Washington had control of the game.
1: Yes, the entire time.
0: I wasn't maybe because it was late, so I was a little docile because I'm more of a morning guy. But I was never worried that the game was going to get out of hand.
1: You know, uh, I saw a lot of Utah kind of shooting themselves in the foot, which you don't really see Washington do a lot. Yeah, they really they shot themselves in the foot. Cubby Cubby fumbles in the third quarter while they're driving down the field. Yeah. Uh, a, a late interception in the first half. I mean, they're they're in the red zone.
0: They're on the 33. Yeah, they're – I mean, with their kickers, that's, that's three points they gave up.
1: Yeah. And it just seems like every time that they were going somewhere, they just kept shooting themselves in the foot. And you just don't see us do that.
0: Yeah, not often. I mean, Browning's done it a little bit this year. But – and we've had some struggles in the red zone. But these key mistakes – you saw Utah make and Washington didn't. I agree with you. Some people are complaining about the game that we should have won by war by more, but it was a good win against a good team.
1: Did you did you pick Utah to win the South? Yes. Okay. I still think they can do that. Look at how bad the rest of the Pac twelve South has performed. You you're looking at USC, who just got manned <laughs> by Texas.
0: Yeah, I bet you love that. <sighs>
1: God, I, and I messed up my picks. Yeah, you did. You got UCLA. Didn't they get manhandled too?
0: Yeah, they got beat by um, Fresno State, uh, quarterbacked by Marcus McMarion, the yeah. fourth string quarterback at Oregon State.
1: Yeah. Oops. So they got the wrong guy. Yeah, Arizona State is coming back down to earth. So Utah is still in a prime position to win the Pac-12 South. All they have to do is beat all the teams in the South and they will win that conference because there's not a team in the South that will win more than five games. What about Colorado? Colorado just keeps winning. Colorado does keep winning, but I'm not going to put them up there yet. I mean, the
0: thing about it is I could see Utah winning the South. I could basically see anybody winning the South, probably outside of your favorites, <laughs>
1: <laughs> except for my my one and two.
0: I, Dude, you have literally you have, and nobody could have could have picked this at the beginning of the year. But you have Arizona one, USC three, and UCLA or Arizona USC two, UCLA three.
1: See what I did is I played a joke on you and I flip flopped my picks. You might actually be closer if you had <laughs> Colorado
0: 1, Arizona State 2, Utah 3. That might be more feasible than Arizona, SC, UCLA. I was
1: just seeing how long it would take you to realize that I flip-flopped them.
0: Joke's on me. It's April Fool's in September. <laughs>
1: exactly. It really took you like four weeks to figure it out, Trev.
0: Got me. <laughs> yeah. I forget it. idiot. <laughs> Dude, I... I mean, I think we're just going to have to buy the jerseys that we said and just burn them because, I don't know, neither of us are going to be
1: even close. It kind of just shows you how crazy the South could be this year, though. There's really no runaway winner. You ready for my
0: thesaurus.com about you saying crazy? Yeah. Mediocre.
1: The Pac-12 South?
0: Yeah. Yeah, the Pac-12 in general. Yeah, I mean, I think the Pac-12 North has some pretty good teams. And I think that they're going to finish. I think you're going to see the top three or four finish. And then, you know, the five and six are probably going to be the same. But who who knows? WSU might be good.
1: Yeah, uh, right now. And Oregon
0: might be bad because Oregon has not played well against some pretty garbage teams.
1: Well, and Oregon's already ranked 20th.
0: Yeah, my assumption is they're going to get beat up pretty bad against Stanford and they're going to drop out.
1: And I think they're only like two-point underdogs or something like that yeah yep
0: and game day's going there so that's cool
1: oh gosh i can't wait until corso picks the duckhead (laughs) you said a bad word to him when we. i did say a bad word to him i feel bad about it yeah but a lot of people laughed and i don't feel bad about it (laughs) you know what my favorite part of going to game day
0: was going to starbucks afterwards and you saw that big dude and you made him go like square up on Gabriel for wearing <laughs> his Ducks jersey? Yeah. That was hilarious. Gabriel almost pooped his pants.
1: He, I think he did a little. I think he had to go back into the bathroom after he was done.
0: Hey, man, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm just getting coffee.
1: Like, I'm a big guy. I'm 6'5", sexy pounds. <laughs> this guy was like 6'9", 350. Oh, he dwarfed you. He was huge. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, I was scared to go up, too.
0: <laughs> it was so funny, and I was so happy you did that. Oh, that was hilarious. That was pretty good. I lo- and then he broke down, and he was just like this jolly green giant. Oh, yeah, happy as could be. Dude, that was funny. Yeah, that was good. I don't know, man. The Pac-12 South is going to be crazy all year. I don't think we're ever going to pick it correctly.
1: Um, again, we're sorry to Khalil Tate and Tyler Huntley. How many Pac-12 South. How many Pac-12 South teams have played? conference games so far
0: uh U- well utah, i think is the only one
1: what sc and utah sc played who sc played stanford and got beat up yes yes and utah played us and got beat up yep so really arizona's still in a prime position to win the fact 12 south Hey, you could wake up on Sunday
0: morning and Arizona has a good chance of sitting at top of the Pac-12 South. Who do they play? Oregon State. Oh yeah, they're going to be sitting at top of the Pac-12 South. Yeah, cuz best case scenario, SC beats WSU, they're still one and one. Arizona State loses to Washington, Arizona is the king of the South.
1: Yep, and they'll never relinquish that title.
0: So, Kevin Sumlin, Pac-12 Coach of the Year.
1: <laughs> Hashtag Coach of the Year. I think Kevin Sumlin needs to learn how to use Khalil Tate before they start winning games.
0: Like, but he had a guy like Khalil Tate. Like, what changed?
1: The conference.
0: Yeah, this is worse defense.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, I don't know if he. Is trying to make Khalil Tate stay in the pocket and not let him use his feet and wor- being worried about getting him hurt. Bad idea. Yeah, I mean you're you're losing games because of that.
0: He's a video game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's a human life video game. He's like Bo Jackson on tech mobile.
0: That can throw a little
1: bit. That can throw <laughs> I bet Bo Jackson could throw a little bit. Where do you go to college? Auburn my man. Come on. (laughs) We could have a whole podcast of us just (laughs) asking who went where, you know? Do you remember
0: when we used to know where every basketball player went to college, like in the late 90s to early 2000s?
1: Would you think I forgot
0: where they went? Like, come on, man. Right. But if you did it for now for basketball, no idea.
1: No. Jimmer or forget.
0: (laughs) I know that one. You know that one. Yeah. All right, let's get into some ASU talk, huh? Yes. Uh, do you think the Herm shine is worn off?
1: Yeah, I think the. I I don't think the kids are gonna buy into his stuff all year. I mean, how many how many catchy slogans does the guy have from the sixties? I mean, he's probably already out of material. Who cares?
0: I mean, I I respect Herm. I, you hate Herm. We've we've established that. <laughs> um, I'd hate to see you and Herm square off. See each other on
1: the side of the road. I don't hate Herm. You hate Herm Edwards. I don't hate Herm Edwards. I love. I I, I I loved him all through the nineties and early two thousands. I loved what he did for the high school kids uh, at the. I think it's the Army All American game. He's always really good with those kids, and he's he's all about life lessons, and I get that, and I love that. But you haven't coached in 20 years. Don't come in here and think that you're going to turn a program around. Well, I do the editing,
0: so I'm going to make it say uh, – I'm going to make it so you say I hate Herman Edwards. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I have control. That's fine. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. going to put a blur over your face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so last <clears throat> last year, obviously, we lost 13-7. to uh, we missed two easy kicks, could have been, would have been, should have been. The offense is obviously dangerous. The defense is better than last year. Literally, Todd Graham realized that he shouldn't bring the house on every play for one game, and that was against UW. Yeah. And now he's gone.
1: Yeah. You know, th- that guy was just uh, – he was a picture of uh, – Mediocrity. <laughs> He, the guy, Todd Graham, is the definition of mediocrity.
0: Yeah, but he wears, like, the boy band microphone.
1: And he wears 37 wristbands.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Yeah.
1: He, he wore way too many sweatbands all up his how, arm.
0: How many do you think were Livestrong bands?
1: I, I, no, they were all sweatbands.
0: Oh. Maybe it had all his plays on it so he didn't have to have a stupid piece of paper.
1: He seems to me like the guy that like quadruples up on his socks, but you could see every layer of the sock. <laughs> like he had like a Nike Adidas Under Armour Fubu sock. Yeah. <laughs> like like he's like, I'm too cool, man.
0: Apparently every morning he'd look in the mirror with like his Texas accent and be like, You're the best coach in the world. <laughs>
1: Today you're a winner, Tom.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bye Todd Graham. Bye. So the defense is better. The offense is still good. But I feel like they've really struggled starting. I mean, what they have three points against uh, Michigan State
1: last year uh, last last week. Yeah, and as bad of the loss, I'm gonna go full John Madden right now. Listen to this. Uh-oh. As bad of a loss last week was it was as equally as good of a win the week before. Whoa. Right,
0: <laughs> my the saddest part of that is I followed it.
1: <laughs> Mind blown. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yep. So basically, they cancel each other out. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, because they went to being ranked and now they're unranked. You know, dude, if you're a Pac-12 team, why are you scheduling a game at San Diego State? That is a tough place to play. Nobody can win
1: there. Stanford can't. It's like San Diego State's like, come on, <laughs> yeah, come yeah, on you-
0: in. It's like they, they look at it like, okay, we can play a power five team, and we're going to split with them. And if we split with them, we win. Yeah, aren't we playing? Aren't we playing Michigan in like the next couple of years? Uh, I think the year after this next one. I'm not going to look it up,
1: but yes, we do soon. Let's go.
0: Yeah, that'll be really fun after we beat Ohio State in the Rose Bowl.
1: Let's go to both. Let's go to let's go to the UW game and the Michigan game. Oh. I've never been to Michigan. I think it's a home and home. It is. That would be back to back. Last time I was in Ohio, we went and saw that the uh, the big house. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's huge. A little bit bigger than the Husky Stadium? Well, it's weird because half of it's actually underground, which I never knew. Oh, really? Yeah. I always thought it was above ground. So it was this big, tall structure. But you actually walk in and you walk down right away. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah.
0: Okay, so the keys for the UW game this week, the O-line has to be better. They can't be as leaky on that left side. They have to give Jake time.
1: I mean, you need, you're need you going to need to score some points this week. Yeah. You know, you need, to, you need to give Jake time to go through his progressions and find open guys. Arizona State's defense is not as good as Utah's defense. So, right. So you should be able to score on them. It's at home. It's Thank not- God yeah like they're going to Arizona where they can't win out apparently right so take this as an opportunity to work as a cohesive offensive line
0: yeah and my next point is thank god it's in seattle
1: good i'm really looking forward to i i wonder i'm not sure if we play them in arizona next year because they're in the south and they don't play every arizona team right But if we do, Jake Ethan is going to run all – or not run all over them, but he's going to throw all over them. And we're going to end that 10-year drought.
0: That'd be really nice. So, I mean, I'm
1: going to give it
0: away with this question, but there's three teams that have a winning record overall against Washington. Can you name them?
1: USC, UCLA, and Arizona State. Yeah. I knew that before the question. You did not. I did. Okay, what's the fourth team? You said three teams.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> nice try. Foiled again! <laughs> Along with playing at home, I'm not a huge fan of the 730 kick. Okay, so I heard this from another podcast. is late. And if you're going to uh, tailgate, you're probably starting no later than
1: 11. Yeah.
0: That's a long time, and that's for guys that like to drink a lot. That's a lot of time to get sloppy, I mean, when we went to the Washington Oregon game uh, in the Sankey year, but there were some guys that was like a one o'clock uh, kick, and there were guys already sloppy.
1: So, uh, you're, you're going to get that no matter what with football games.
0: I know, but seven thirty, your likelihood is higher, and if you don't come out fast, from what one of the guys said, is because Utah didn't come out f- fast against Washington. The crowd got tired quicker and unengaged.
1: Yeah. and like You have to
0: start fast.
1: They took the crowd out of the game on the first drive, too. I mean, they there were times where the, the crowd tried to get back into it. Yeah. But they never really had a chance to really get behind the football team. Right. Um, I don't think you're going to struggle with that. I think Washington – is probably in the top three hardest places to play in the Pac-12. So I agree. I don't think – and I think that all of the fans that are going to be at the game are going to understand the severity of this year, what happened last year, and what Arizona State did to our playoff chances. And it's time for the revenge game, so you need to bring the heat. I sure hope so.
0: I like to watch the games when I go. so And I like to be loud at games. So it's not an issue for me, but there's other people that is. And I I hope you're right.
1: Well, I mean, to be honest, I drink at football games. I mean, we had season tickets to the Seahawks for years and years. And I like to have beers, but I don't like to get sloppy. Yeah. You know, that's when people start to embarrass themselves. Right. You know, but I think a lot of people that are going to the (laughs) games, are a lot of guys like us or older gentlemen that or ladies? Uh, yeah, a lot of you know. I think a lot of married couples, a lot of UW alumni, you know, yeah. like to go. And I don't think a lot of those people are going to go out there and make an ass out of themselves.
0: I sure hope so. Yeah, I hope they come ready to ready to be loud and stay engaged, even even with a late game.
1: I don't see why they wouldn't. Okay. Well, hopefully
0: I'm wrong. Yeah. Word Association. It. Yep. Blackout.
1: I think they're awesome.
0: I agree. I love black uniforms. I think they're really, really cool.
1: Oh, I I think <coughs> I, we I think we talked about it before. Let 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 teams do that two or three times a year. You know, it doesn't have to be a blackout, but let them do a a, a blackout game and right. then do a game with some chrome helmets or some cool jersey combinations
0: or i even like the white
1: helmets yeah i i i was a really big fan of the the american flag helmets
0: yeah those were on those were black right
1: yes with american flag in the w
0: yep uh manny wilkins oh man i don't know is he the most underrated quarterback in the pac 12
1: Potentially, yes. Um, I think Huntley's a little overlooked as well. He sucks now because I like him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think <clears> – <throat> I he... so my, I guess my word for Huntley is going to be – No, Wil- Wilkins. Dude. Sorry, Wilkins. My word for Wilkins is going to be inconsistent.
0: Okay. Nikhil Harry.
1: Inconsistent,
0: dude. He's the best player in the league.
1: No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. It's okay. You're wrong. <laughs> you just jinxed him. Good job, Trev. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> he's gonna have no catches. Yeah, he's gonna have one catch and fumble. Well, ends. I think
1: okay, okay. Um, he's dependent on Wilkins, which is obvious because Wilkins is the quarterback. So, that's my quarterback, that's my quarterback. That's my teammate. But we're throwing him by 10 yards, which he ha- does every once in a while. He's not going to be around. And he's going to have a tough – he's going to have a tough battle because he's going to be in Washington with a bunch of noise and two really good cornerbacks follow you know, shadowing him everywhere he goes. So he's not going to have a good game.
0: I tell you what, he's not going to have a good game for a few reasons. I think Manny Wilkins, I have a way higher uh... – view of w- Manny Wilkins than you do. I think he's a really, really good quarterback, and I think Nikhil Harry's the best re- receiver in the Pac-12, possibly the nation. That means they're going to have a terrible
1: week. Perfect.
0: Uh, the state of Arizona.
1: I, I love it. I would, <laughs> Me too. I would, I, would, I would move there if I could.
0: Man, it's beautiful down there.
1: Dude, we were just there for the Fiesta Bowl last year, me and my dad. I took my dad down there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Everybody's, still- <laughs> And they have a Dave and Buster's. <laughs> we have one here, dude. Where? In Clackamas. I don't live in Oregon, bro. You can come. I don't either. <laughs> like, I live in North Washington. I'm not. I'm sorry.
0: Buddy, when you come down, I'll take you to the Adidas campus. I'll take you to Dave and Buster's. I'll take you to the zoo. We're going to have a great time. So I'll see you in five hours. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. Last one.
1: Mount Vernon? Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that's where this whole thing started, dude. Chuck Wagon. You know, I was just... Ooh, that place is good. So... Is it? I, I, I like Mr. T's.
0: Me too. Oh, best.
1: So I was just talking to my wife the other day about when we met and how we became best friends in a day because I had, we had a mutual friend, your lifetime long, your lifelong friend, Ryan. I met him in college and we had a lot of, we took the same courses. Firefighting. Yeah. So me and Ryan, we, we befriended each other. And he was like, Hey man, this is my friend Trevor. And I was like, Hey man, what's up? How's it going? You know, we met, we shook hands. We went on our separate ways the very next day we ran into each other in the parking lot and I was leaving class and you were going to class and we stood there for an hour and a half and talked the entire time, like an hour and a half into it. I was like, man, it's already like 1230 dude. And you're like, yeah, I'm like an hour past my class, man. I guess I'm not going to school today. (laughs) That's exactly why I
0: did not pass my first time through.
1: That's why I made my classes early so I would have to go.
0: That's exactly why, kids. Sometimes you have to go back to school when you're older and smarter,
1: <laughs> or just start class earlier. You know? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Why?
1: <laughs> you yeah, up.
0: Sixteen hour, sixteen <laughs> hours a week, Jake. I wasn't be able to get up early.
1: Yeah, who we worked night shift, Trev? Oh, and like, we worked at and we worked at Big Five together. Yeah, that was a treat. I was just the, the icing on top of the cake. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. So we only have one, two, four games in the Pac-12 this week.
1: How did we do last week?
0: Um, I did really well. Did you? I did. I went eight and three. Oh, man. You're kicking my butt. I'm not. Because nope. you went uh, seven and four. Oh, I did. Yeah. So okay. you did pretty good. And I think I missed a game, and I don't care. Oh, no. One of the games was a Pac-12 game. So, overall, through three weeks, I'm beating you 22. I have 22 wins to 12 losses. You have 20 wins to 14 losses.
1: Oh, I'm catching up this week. You are not. Okay.
0: Okay, first game, Friday, 7.30 p.m. ESPN. We got Wazoo traveling to USC. SD is favored by four. What do you got, Jake?
1: Taking Wazoo, I am not convinced on USC, man. They, if if they come out there, and put it to Wazoo, I would be absolutely shocked.
0: I'm picking
1: them. No. Yep. Okay. Slide did on. you see? Did you see how the high school quarterback looked like a high school quarterback against them? Um, they, they scored 14 points early, started hooting and hollering, and then Texas decided to play football, and USC shrunk. Yeah, I don't feel good about it. It's in USC.
0: It's at yeah. It's in Southern California.
1: And they're four point favorites. Four. Poof.
0: I mean, I don't feel good about picking SC. Uh, I'm gonna take SC, Trev. Okay, then I'm gonna switch and take WSU. Dang it. <laughs> okay, now I feel a lot better. Go Cougs. <laughs> I don't like saying that.
1: I don't. I this game. This is a hard game to pick. It, it is. It's it's not easy.
0: No, this one's one of the tougher ones to pick because, you know, how good is Carter Minshew? How bad is SC? If SC loses this game, that seat is on fire.
1: That seat's not on fire. That seat is vacant.
0: Do you they're, think they'll? Do you think they'll tarmac him like they did? To, they're uh, gonna. They're gonna lane Kiffin him. Oh, they're gonna give him the Kiffin. They're gonna give him the Kiffin treatment, man. Hey, Lane, why don't we go to LAX real quick? Yeah, why? Oh, you They <laughs>
1: were. Where were they? Who did they lose to? Was it Utah? No
0: idea. I can't remember that far back.
1: I think, didn't Lane Kiffin go to the college game day that we were at? Yeah, and
0: we chanted, you got fired at
1: him. We did. We're such bad people. I didn't. <laughs> Yes, I did. I was going to say, don't you throw me under that box. Yes, I did. I absolutely (laughs) did. You didn't didn't yell. um, I said, at least you didn't yell expletives at Lee Corso.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now, uh, 1 p.m. on the Pac 12 network, we have Arizona at Oregon State, Arizona by six and a half.
1: Arizona. I think this is finally the game that. you see Khalil Tate. There is not a lot
0: of defense going to be played in this game.
1: I I wouldn't even take the defense there. (laughs) Just just leave them at home, man. Is it just
0: like a sprint between Khalil Tate and whoever they have at (laughs) running back?
1: Yeah, like, hey, man, let's just run it out. Winner takes all. Okay, so
0: since it's a – oh, man, I'm an idiot. Since – The spread is six and a half. I'm going
1: to take Oregon State. Wait a minute, Trev. What? I didn't give you my word association. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's finish this, and then we'll give you mine.
0: Okay. Oops, I forgot about that. (laughs) Thanks. Oh, man, I do not feel good about taking Oregon State. I feel really
1: stupid. Do it. I already did.
0: I already wrote it down. Good. Good. Okay, next at 5 on ABC we have number 7 Stanford at number 20 Oregon. Stanford is favored by a point and a half.
1: Stanford. Yes. It's in Stanford? No, it's in Eugene. Ooh. Stanford.
0: Yeah, I think Oregon is overrated.
1: I think Stanford's going to win by 10 at
0: least. I do too. I think Stanford's pretty good. I don't I don't like what I've seen from Oregon. Sorry, Garrett.
1: Legitimately think Stanford is a top 10 team.
0: I do too. They're pretty good.
1: Yeah, they are. And they played Bryce Love last week.
0: Yeah, he was injured, quote unquote. When you're playing UC Davis, you might as well just let him study his brain stuff. I
1: mean, are we not trying to win him a Heisman?
0: I don't think Stanford. I think Stanford is so frustrated with the whole committee that they're done with. Five times in the last seven years. The fact that Andrew Luck came in second so many years in a row two years in a row is ridiculous yeah,
1: yeah. and then before him was the toby gearhart Toby gearhart yeah yeah and then bryce love yeah. last year and,
0: and McCra- uh, christian mccaffrey
1: yeah exactly
0: yeah you're ed, absolutely ed, right how did we ed, get that one
1: ed mccaffrey's son yep who did he play for ed mccaffrey yeah the broncos
0: yeah where did you go to school stanford i have no idea <laughs> I do know that he played for uh, the Broncos. Okay, last game, 7.30 p.m. ESPN, Arizona State at number 10 UW. UW favored by 17.
1: You know what I didn't do last week? Uh, Nope. Was take Washington. I know, and you lost. And did you take Washington to cover? Yes, I did. I'm going to pick Washington.
0: Okay, smart choice. I am as well.
1: If I pick against Washington one more time this year, will you slap me? I'm going to be
0: really disappointed in you. I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah. I'm going to call this fourth and inches a Trevor podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Okay. Can Can you tell your dog to be quiet? I know. You're shaking all over the place. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. Word association, Covey. Alive? Question mark. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. uh, Huntley's performance. Cursed by me. Mm -mm, I like that. That's a good, good, good answer. Offensive play calling. Screen pass. I mean, the whole game, you're going to, you're just going to associate it with one drive. Yes. That's pathetic. Trev. Sorry, boss. (laughs) USC. (laughs)
0: uh high school
1: (laughs) oh okay so this isn't a word association i just want to know what you like more okay and what you like is one word what you like (laughs) halo 2 midship with swords and shotguns (laughs) or smash bros on hyrule castle
0: smash bros really
1: yeah nah yeah. No, I disagree. What is lose?
0: <laughs> Jesse was pretty cool.
1: <laughs> that was. We were getting so frustrated. Yeah, he was really good at that game. He was really good at that game.
0: Uh, let's see here. Who is your offensive MVP
1: against Arizona State? You know what I'm going to go with? Um, because I feel like he should have won offensive MVP last <laughs> year. But – a touchdown that he scored got called back on a oh. failed hold. Yep. Where am I going? Savon Ahmed.
0: Yes, sir. Okay, well, I'm going to take his buddy, uh, Miles Gaskin.
1: I mean, playing the safe bet, man.
0: Well, yeah, I think they're going to run the 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 mess out of the ball this week.
1: I think yeah. they're going to force Arizona State to make a play. I think if they don't run the ball, the mess out of the ball. They're going to mess their pants. Uh, defensive MVP
0: from the front seven.
1: Dare I say Benning Potawaii?
0: <laughs> if you want to be wrong.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go with it, man. Benning finally gets a sack. I think Benning gets three sacks. Oh, my gosh. I know.
0: Um, I pick Greg Gaines every week, so I won't.
1: Greg Gaines. What was that that... slot then? Get on the train. (laughs) And wrap it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Guess what? We don't need to do another podcast all year. I'm just going (laughs) to cut and paste that one. (laughs) Just Greg Gaines, Greg Gaines.
0: I freaking love Greg Gaines. (laughs) Oh, man. Next kid, boy or girl, is going to
1: be Greg Gaines. Wow, I like that.
0: Yep, I
1: still owe you a, a child named Trevor. I know you, especially, so you have to have one on my birthday again. Man, I know I messed up. I know Tyson's I, a good name. We even had a boy. I know everything lined up. It was. I'm blaming it on my wife. I would too. <laughs> She's a horrible person for not getting back. She is the best person. <laughs> she is. She even said that we could name our child Trevor, and I backed out. You're the worst. I'm the, whole, I'm the worst best friend on this. On You're this the worst. Earth. <laughs> you are the worst. I get it. Okay. Sorry. Go on.
0: Defensive back.
1: Who is it? Bam. I haven't said his name yet this year, and I feel like he has probably been the player of the game the last two weeks. <laughs> who is it, Trev? Miles Bryant. Miles Bryant. Dang it.
0: That's what I was going to choose. Sorry. Um, I think Jordan Miller gets another pick or two. Or two. Maybe.
1: Remember the last time I said Jordan Miller was going to get two picks? By halftime? Yeah. (laughs) Whoops.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that didn't work.
1: No, that one hurt. Yeah. You could basically say Jordan Miller or Byron Murphy.
0: I mean, can you be wrong with any of the starting, like, six?
1: Well, I'm confused as to why we even pick secondaries, because I feel like that's just one MVP unit. But I told you.
0: Talking defensive backs makes me happy. All right, Husky fans, we're going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, if you like it, please subscribe on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Give us a five star rating so more people see us. Go,
1: dogs. Go, dogs.